welcome to another episode of the Ohana Podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. Once again, my name is Lima, and I am your host. And our topic today is the dads in our family, right? Or the dads in our Ohana in Christ. Now, we understand as the church that we only have one father, right? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6, there is one God and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. God is a father that cares for us. 1 Peter 5, verse 7 says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. He is a father who truly loves us. Behold what manner of love the father has bestowed on us that we should be called his children. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. God is a father who wants to bless us. He gives us the very best things. In James chapter 1 and verse 17, James says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. We are so blessed that God is our Father. And children need to listen to their father, right? And, and that's true in our relationship to God, and that's, that's true in our family relationships. If there are some children listening, children listen, you need to obey your parents. Ephesians 6 verse 1 and 2 says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Right? It's, it's a blessing when we obey our parents, right? And, and as is in the Lord, right? We, we want to follow their, their guidance as they follow God, right? Proverbs 23, 23 and verse 23, uh, 22 says, Listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she is old, right? And so... Today's episode, we're, we're, we're going to focus on the dads, right? I myself uh, am a dad, right? I'm a father of now six children. We just had another baby uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, uh, we, we, had, we have five girls and one boy, right? And, and we're so blessed uh, that Athena and Aurora is the name of our new baby, are doing well. And as a father or as a dad, you know, I, I, I know that I have a responsibility to my family, right? And, and that's really the, the essence and the core of our lesson today on this podcast is I, I want to encourage the dads to lean and, and look towards God for guidance to be aware of your responsibilities our responsibilities as dads to our wife and to our children right this is this is so 
important because you look at our society today, you know, uh, there's, there's so much um, ungodliness that's being promoted. There's so much sin. There's so much uh, confusion in, in the world because, you know, Satan has attacked the family, right? The, the family as God designed it, one man, the marriage as, as God designed it, one man, one woman for life. Satan now has confused many that there can be a man and a man and married and, and a woman and a woman and so on and so forth. The perversion goes. And so another issue that we deal with in society is dads who are not there for their family. Dads who forsake their responsibility to their spouse and to their children. And so in our lesson today, I, I really want to encourage our dads, you know, to, to, to be that spiritual leader in our families. And the majority of our lesson comes from what God said of Abraham. It's one of the most beautiful things God has said of any man or of any father or dad, right? I want us to go to Genesis chapter 18. I want us to notice that Genesis 18 and verse 19. That's, that's the verse that we're going to highlight. Now, the background or the context of the verse is that God had just visited with Abraham and, and reminded Abraham of the promise that, that one day Sarah will give birth to his son. And in Genesis 18, we see this transition where the focus come, uh, shifts from meeting with Abraham and Sarah, and then it shifts towards the, the nation or the the cities, if you will, of Sodom and Gomorrah. And we know the problem with Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Sodom and Gomorrah neglected the poor. They failed to promote justice. They, they, they failed to do things that God would have men to do to fellow man. And not only that, there's homosexuality and, and just perversion in Sodom and Gomorrah. And so the conversation then that God had with his servants, God asked his servants, you know, should I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do, right? He got, God was, was concerned because Abraham had a nephew who lived in Sodom, uh, who, who was near Sodom and, and Gomorrah in Lot. And so, you know, God, God is concerned. He wants, he wants Abraham to do well, and he's concerned, and, and he has this internal conversation, if you will, uh, with his servants. And if you look at that, uh, in Genesis 18, verse uh, 16, then a man rose from there and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, shall I, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing, right? Since 
Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. And notice then verse 19, our key verse. God said this, for I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, and the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken of him. What beautiful words God has said of this man, Abraham, of this dad, if you will, the father, Abraham. Now, he said these words before Abraham, you know, uh, uh, became a father the way God intended him to be a father, right? Based on that promise. Now, he was already a, a, a dad through Ishmael. Ishmael has been born uh, to him uh, from, from Hagar. And so God knows something about Abraham. God knows him, that he's a faithful man, and that he will be a great father, a great dad, right? And so from this passage, I want us to, to highlight some things that we as fathers, as dads, need to do if we are going to lead our family spiritually. And that's our responsibility. We are the spiritual leaders in our family. And, and the first thing that we need to pay attention to, I want to break down this verse for us, right? In order for, for me, in order for us dads to lead our family spiritually, we need to be a father or, or a dad of faith, Notice what God said of Abraham in, in verse 19. For I have known him. Right? God said of Abraham that he knows him. Some translations said that God chose him. God knows Abraham to be a man of faith. Right? We go back to Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1 and verse 2. We read, now the Lord has said to Abraham, get out of your country and from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and, cur and will curse him who curses you. And in, and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Notice that, that Abraham trusted in what God said. Right? Sometimes we forget just how difficult it was to move an entire family in the days of Abraham. Now, sometimes when we hear the word family, we think, well, maybe mom, dad, and a few children. Now, when Abraham had to move, he had to move an entire neighborhood. He, he, had, he had an army with him. He had, he had his family, and he had Lot and all the cattle, all the animals, all the people that, that was under his care. Right? He had to take all of them. But notice, he was taking them to a land that they have never been to. Right? He was relying solely on the word of God. God said to him, go, and, and he listened. He was a man of faith. That's really what faith is, when you obey the word of God, when you trust in the word of God. And we see that that's exactly 
what Abraham did. He, when God said go, he moved. He moved. By faith, he moved. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 8, the Bible says, By faith, Abraham obeyed, and when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. That's what faith is. Right? When God said, do this, Abraham did it. And so as, as father in applications, as, as father, we got to ask the question, does God know me? Does God know you? What, what, what are our habits? What are our priorities? What, 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 what do we put first in our lives? God has known Abraham for some time, and God knows that Abraham was a man of faith, that Abraham will do the right thing, that Abraham will lead his family spiritually. We have to look at our lives, dads. We, we have to look at our lives, and we have to ask the question, would God have said this of us? Would he say, I know him. I know Lima. Lima's a good man. Lima will do this. Lima is faithful. So on and so forth. Right. So if I'm going to lead my family spiritually, right, I, I need to be a dad of faith, a father of faith, someone who trusts in the word of God. Just like Abraham, when God said go, Abraham did not hesitate. He left and he traveled to the land of promise. Number two, if we want to lead our family spiritually, we, we need to be fathers or, or dads who command their children. Notice the second thing there. God says to Abraham, Genesis 18 and verse 19, the second part, right, it says, in order that he may command his children and his household after him. You know, the word command there is important. The idea is not that you are this dictator over your family. The idea is that you have this servant leadership uh, type of mentality or approach in, le in leading. The idea is that you, you are assertive in your decision making, that you know what is right for your family, and you do not fail to do what is right for your family. You know that your children need guidance and that you have to discipline them fathers, parents in general as well, parents, we must have command over our children. They're children. They need direction. If we don't command our children, if we don't teach our children, Satan will teach our children, right? I've been to the playground several times, and, and, and there were sometimes when 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 I would hear this this bargaining between the child and and the and the parents, right? And what happens is is that they've been there on the playground for a while, and, and so the the mom or the dad, whoever's there, says something like this to the child: "Okay, let's say the child's name is Johnny. Okay, Johnny, five more minutes, and then we go home." And so Johnny throws a fit. And he cries and he kicks and then he says, I don't want to go home. And so mom and dad or mom or dad uh, would say something like, okay, 10 more minutes and then we go home. 
And so little Johnny stopped crying. Little Johnny goes back and he starts, you know, playing on the playground and, and close to the 10 minutes coming up. And the parent says, it's time to go, Johnny. Johnny throws another fit. Johnny says, I don't want to go. And the parents, once again, give in. And they said, okay, 10 more minutes. Right? 10 more minutes, and then we'll go home. 10 minutes up. Johnny throws a fit. 10 more minutes. Next thing you know, we're hours in before, <laughs> you know, we're hours in later, and, and we still haven't left the playground. What's the point that we we can draw out from an, ex, from an experience like that? The main point is this. Parents need to parent their children. Often is the case that the children are parenting the parents. The parents can't do anything because it may cause a ruckus with the child. It, it may disappoint the child and they don't want to deal with the crying child and, and the stress of, of a child that's frustrated. They don't want to deal with it. Right? We must command our families, fathers, we need to teach our children. We need to guide them. They need direction and discipline. In First Samuel chapter 3, in the Bible, you can read about a father or a dad who failed to be in charge of his sons. And that man is Eli. You remember Eli's sons were corrupted in First in Samuel 2 and verse 12. The Bible says, now the sons of Eli were corrupt. They did not know the Lord. And here's what God said of Eli concerning his son. You skip to chapter 3. First uh, Samuel chapter 3, verse 12 through 13, the Bible says, In that day I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows, because his sons, excuse me, his sons made themselves vile, and he did not restrain them. Fathers, we need to have command in our homes. Again, it's not a dictatorship, but a leader who leads by example, right? It's, it's teaching our children the way of the Lord. Ephesians 6 and verse 4, and you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Number three, if we're going to lead our families right from this verse, we need to be a father who keeps the way of the Lord, right? The Bible says in Genesis 18, verse 19, that third part there, he, he says, for I know him, he will command his children and his household after him, part three here, that they keep the way of the Lord. God expects Abraham to lead his family by being the example to his family. He has the responsibility not only to teach his family God's commandments, but also to model for his family how to walk, how to obey, how to love the Lord our God, right? Fathers and parents in general, right? It's important we teach our children the will of God. Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 through 7, that's what God expected of the Israelites to do. He expected the Israelites to teach their children of his will and of his commandments. Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 through 7 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. 
And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Right? It's our purpose to know and to keep the commandments of the Lord. And fathers, we have to teach that to our children. We have to teach them God's way. And here is where we really fail, right? If we want our children to follow the Lord and we don't even follow the Lord. Children can, can see right through hypocrisy. They can see that, oh, on Sunday or on Wednesday, daddy and mommy, they behave spiritually. But throughout the whole week, they don't even pray. They don't even study the scriptures with us. They don't even prioritize spiritual things. They don't even read their Bibles. It's only on Sunday and Wednesday. We have to be examples. We have to model Christianity to our children. James 1 and verse 21, 22, Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Key, verse 22, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves fathers dads we have to hear the word of god believe what it says and do what it says that's how we can lead our family spiritually and then finally right the fourth thing if we're going to lead our family spiritually right from genesis 18 verse 19 we need to be dads or fathers who do what is right and who Promote justice, right? God said of Abraham that I, for I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord. And then, and then he says to do righteousness and justice. This is a great combination. The combination of righteousness and justice appears many times throughout scriptures. And the Bible says righteousness and justice are the foundation of God's throne. Psalm 89 and verse 14, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Proverbs 21 and verse, th verse 3, to do righteousness and justice is more important to the Lord than sacrifice. Psalm 106 verse 3, blessed are those who keep justice and who does righteousness at all times. The, the Hebrew word here that is translated as righteousness means what is right or what is true. And so God expected Abraham that, that he not only do the right thing, but that he teaches his family to do the right thing. God is pleased when people do the right thing. Psalm 11 and verse 7 tells us, for the Lord is righteous he who loves righteousness, his countenance beholds the upright. Right? If, if we are going to lead our families spiritually, we have to be a dad who does what is right, doing the right thing. And then also we have to have balance. We have to have balanced scales, not scales that are unjust. Right? And that's the idea here. The Hebrew word translated as justice is the word mishpat. 
And that word means judgment or the act of judging a case, proper judgment, right? And, and one, one of the things that, that hurt our families is when, especially if you have multiple children, is when parents play favorites, right? When you have favoritism, you favorite one child over the other child, that is not fair. That's not even fair to the children to practice favorites, right? We have to love them equally. We have to be like God. God is not a respecter of persons. God also hates injustice, right? Notice several times in the book of Deuteronomy, God commanded the Jews, do not pervert justice. God hates when that happens. Deuteronomy 16 and verse 19 you shall not pervert justice. You shall not show partiality nor take a bribe for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. Deuteronomy 24 and verse 17 says, you shall not pervert justice to the stranger or the fatherless, nor take a widow's garment as, as a pledge. Deuteronomy 27 and verse 19 Cursed is the one who perverts the justice do the stranger, the fatherless and widow, and all the people shall say, Amen. If we are going to lead our families, dads, listen up. We need to pursue righteousness and justice. See, the Lord saw all of these things in Abraham. The Lord saw that Abraham was a father of faith, was a dad of faith. That Abraham will was going to command his children. That Abraham was going to teach them the way of the Lord, the law of the Lord. He was going to lead by his example in keeping the ways of the Lord. That Abraham was going to seek justice and righteousness. That he was going to pass that on to his children as a priority in their life. To do what is right and to do what is just. And then all of these things God said of Abraham. And then here's the reason why he said these things of him. Genesis 18, verse 19, the very last part, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. What's the, what's the idea here? That when Abraham does everything that God has, has called him to do, that God will honor him. That God, according to his promise, will reward him. And that would be true of us fathers. If we take our responsibility as dads seriously, as the spiritual leaders in our family, you know, God will reward us. And, and it's the most rewarding thing when you get to see your, your family, you know, living together in joy peace and love when you get to witness your children grow up and put on christ and become faithful children i look forward to that my, my children are still very young uh, my my oldest is 10 years old you know i look forward to the day when when i can see the fruit of my labor as a father as 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 it is my personal mission to lead my children to teach my children the will of god and to be an example to them in doing so. 
I hope dads you are listening tonight. I, I want you to know I, I'm not the perfect dad. No, there is no perfect dads. <laughs> um, uh, I should say there are no perfect dads, but but we need to try our best to serve the Lord, to be faithful to the Lord. We have that responsibility to our family, and we need to stand up and man up and fulfill our responsibility. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me in this podcast. God bless you. Aloha and mahalo.